This call is being recorded. All right, team, thank you for jumping on um, this morning. I appreciate it. We are going to talk today about your Q4, quarter four, 2019 talking points. And these are just a few, and I'm sure we'll be talking about others as we move through the next 90 days or so. Okay. Um, I really want to teach, continue to teach on these Monday morning pep talks, and I want to get you focused, start getting you focused on, on 2020. And then normally when we hit October 1st, that's the gear that I, that I kick into. And um, I, I love fall because I think there's opportunities to end your year big and get ready for the following year when others love to take their foot off the gas a little bit and kind of look at the year being semi over. Um, I used to have some of my best months in the fall, three of my best five years from a closing standpoint. Um, I had five, I had five months where I closed over six figures in that short period of time there between 08 and uh, 13 and, and, Three out of the five were in January. So let's really start looking at what it's going to take for you to get in the right mindset. First and foremost, what I want to talk about is how to maintain this growth mindset. And I don't want you to think or hear the talk of recession scare you into changing that growth mindset. Recently, the Fed and Chase's chief economists don't see a recession even in 2020. Now, you know, I posted a graphic on the Facebook page that showed even if there is a recession, the last five recessions, three out of the four showed housing appreciation. The fourth housing dropped just around 2%. And then of course, 2008, which was an anomaly where pricing dropped almost 20%. Now, the housing climate then was completely different. There was 10 years of growth based on faulty mortgages and massive oversupply. The bottom literally fell out, taking the U.S. and the world economy with it. You know, lack of good inventory is still the story today. Um, I should say lack of well-priced good inventory is the story today um, in the market. And also, I think I see a change in consumer buying habits. Going to get into that a little bit later. The point is, is I do not want you to stop being aggressive in your business building and your marketing approaches. I am a personal testament to the fact that you can grow your own market share during market shifts. I did, you know, double my business four times in five years between. 2008 and 2013 when buyers were not buying and sellers thought that their properties were significantly higher than what they were. It's also a great time because hobby agents get out of the business during shifts and the true professionals like you grow their influence. Okay. Our market is changing in part because Consumers are changing their buying habits as it relates to real estate. And I think that's a big part of what we're going through now. Pre-2008 recession, consumers spent a lot more of their gross income on housing. I remember people pushing their 
front end, um, you know, ratios up to 40% just to get into that house that they couldn't afford. And they put it on an interest only loan that would adjust in two years. And when that loan adjusted, prices went down and, you know, their interest rate and their payment went up and it was a whirlwind of challenges, right? I think many of you, some of you remember that. You don't look at, you don't see consumers really talking about real estate as much as an investment, but they think of that more as the utility value of the property. The utility value is what does that property provide me in terms of lifestyle, okay? It's really changed how they look at real estate, which takes me on to the next topic the word right-sizing. Right-sizing as it relates to real estate is the fact or the act of moving to a property that better fits one's current life and needs. Again, a move to a more efficient use of space. Instead of moving up or downsizing, try using right-sizing as your term to describe your client's pursuit to find a space that is more efficient for their foreseeable future. Again, my wife and I had 6,000 square feet in Lincoln Park. We sold that, downsized or right-sized to 3,000 square feet here, and then purchased a home in Michigan, giving us a lifestyle change, but we right-sized here in Chicago and gave ourselves that time away because our family needs were changing. We didn't have time or weren't even around using the home. So um, we right-sized, okay? So use that term instead of downsizing or move up buyers. Now, while we're describing right-sizing, I want to discuss the power of the 15-year fixed mortgage. If you want to see principal drop off your loan balance quickly, have your clients review with their lender the amortization chart for a 15-year fix. On the amortization schedule, which is the schedule of loan payments over in a 15-year fix, 180 months, on a 30-year fix, 360 months, what banks do is they, on a 30-year fix, it's almost all interest up front, and all principal on the back end. On a 15-year fixed, you're paying principal down much quicker, okay? Now, for a person that's on a 15-year fixed, yes, your payment is gonna be up a little bit, but it's almost like a forced savings plan. For your renters that are not sold on purchasing, Show them how they can stay in a property for three to five years instead of renting. Just the principal reduction on a 15-year fixed will have them much further ahead, even, even if the property does not appreciate, okay? I don't have time to, today to fully cover this like I would like to, but I've seen it firsthand from personal experience. We have both of our, my wife and I both have both of our mortgages on 15-year fixed. And we're watching our principal balance on our loans just literally burn off at a really quick rate. It's like every month I'm just amazed at this, watching 
the balances drop. On top of all this, the rates today are at 3%-ish, low 3% for conforming alone. Now, don't now go and obviously it depends on your profile, et cetera, but have your lender spend some time with your renters and other people they're trying to right size. Your renters probably have no idea what they could go buy if they just knew the facts. Part of being a broker is being an educator. So educate yourself more on this concept of the 15-year fix. It's phenomenal. Everybody should be on one. Um, now, pricing continues to be the name of the game. For those renters and people right-sizing, there could not be a better time to jump into the market, okay? Um, I really see, as you guys have seen, lots of opportunities where people are buying stuff under what we call replacement cost, which means what it would cost to or to build that property from square one, okay? Meaning you couldn't go build it for what you can buy it for, okay? You need to explain to your clients that are, there are two real estate markets happening right now. You heard me say this a couple weeks ago. There are two real estate markets right now. One are the listings that are priced above the market, okay? And those that are priced in the market. Mr. and Mrs. Seller, if you are above the market, you will sit. There's no reason even being listed. You are in the market. You've got a shot to sell your property if it shows well. Let me show you how to do this. In the age of online search, you got to remember the first showing is always online. A consumer knows their budget and what they want to purchase, and they'll reach out to their broker. People are using brokers at a higher percentage rate than ever before to purchase a property. But they're going to sit there and they're going to look, and they see these prices moving. And then they're going to see, okay, this is my budget, and this is where I want to live. And that market's going to hit, and they're going to see something that they like, and boom, you're going to start getting calls if you are in touch with your past clients, okay? To make the cut for a buyer, property needs to be compelling. It needs to be marketed well, it needs to show well, and it needs to be priced well. End of story. Do not waste your time with homeowners that just want to test the market. It will cost you or them $500 minimum to do that, right? Tip, we're talking about listings. Start lining up your 2020 listing agreements now and go get that photography taken while, the, while things are still green outside. You've got two to three to four weeks, all right? Now I'm gonna move on to you and your business. Tip, less is more. You will hear me use this phrase a lot this fall as we do our 2020 business plans. In fact, my terminology has changed. We are in the real estate business to take care of others. So I'm gonna use the term customer service plan instead. Now, if you're one of those that I've talked to that are struggling to stay in touch with your database, I would rather have you pair that top 100 down your top 50, if that's what it takes to manage it right. Take your silver clients, 
drop them right into the fringe and work just with your platinum and gold clients throughout the year, okay? Your referrals most likely will come out of those top two groups anyway. If you don't understand this lingo, stay tuned as I will be talking a lot about it over the next month. In fact, next Thursday morning, October 3rd, we're having our annual championships are won in the fourth quarter where I will be rolling out your 2020 customer service plan and giving you updated flight manuals for 2020. So be there to get your binders. Guaranteed rate is picking up the tab for your binders in the event. It's going to be at Arclight. Can't be there and you need a binder. They're going to be 25 bucks after the fact. There's a reason for that. Okay. Last but not least, as we talk about databases and talking about your clients, I want you to understand the best database out there in the market is the one that you will use. Some of the most successful agents we have and that I coach around the country are those that simply use an Excel spreadsheet or Google Doc. Why? Because they use it. They use it to follow up with their clients. Okay, it's more intuitive for them for whatever reason. Personally, I have officially chosen CLOZE, C-L-O-Z-E, as my database of choice and the one I will train on moving forward. Now, after spending quite a bit of time on it over the last few weeks, I am really, really pleasantly surprised. I am finding that it is much more robust and once set up, way easier to use than contactually. So I'm grateful that I was forced to get off of that platform, which is C-level effective and forcing me to uh, make the change. Jamison Sotheby's will be signing an agreement with Close soon, but you'll be able to get the, that discount even after the fact. So go ahead and make that purchase if you're looking at a database and get on that platform. It's going to integrate with Resora and Dash and some other things as we move forward going to be super, super terrific. I love it because it records all of my voice, not records, but it tracks my, my uh, phone calls and it tracks my text messages and puts it into that grouping of, uh, of uh, follow-up. So, so my main point today, folks, is to get you motivated to go out this fall and have exciting conversations, tough conversations with your clients about the opportunities and characteristics of today's market. You are not an order taker, okay? You are a broker. A broker is someone who puts deals together, who just doesn't sit back and wait for the phone to ring. That's not who you are. You are a broker, okay? You have an opportunity to wrap up 2019 in a big, big way, and I'm bullish, bullish, bullish on 2020. So let's do this together, team. I'm excited, seriously excited about what we got in front of us. Thank you very much for jumping on the call today. I appreciate it. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.